Hey, after the podcast, got a cool interview with Gabriel Iglesias. You know, the comedian, Fluffy. Uh, it'll be right after the closing jingle, so stick around for that. And now, the Big D and Bubba Weekly Podcast. Big D and Bubba, they have a show five days a week, but they don't get to say everything that's on their mind. So they have, have an, an extra one. one, and that's how we get the podcast, the podcast, the podcast. The podcast. Big D and Bubba's podcast, the podcast, the podcast. Big D and Bubba's podcast. I got a tree on my house. And we'll explain that here in just a moment. Uh, hello, everybody. Patrick, I don't know why don't your microphone mic is, was off. Is, is, uh, it's, is on it okay. it's on now. It's on now. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Uh, just singing so, for myself yes, from the you joy are. of my heart. Yes, you are. Uh, from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studio, hey, welcome back. We're Big D and Bubba. O'Reilly Auto Parts, your professional parts people. And uh, remember, if you love music, you need to check out the Pickle Jar app. We are huge fans of this app because you can do so much with it. You can tip. You can show gratitude to those who are up on stage. Or as we do, like with in-studio performances, you can tip the artists, the singers, right then and there and say, hey, thanks for waking up early and going in and singing when and it's the worst time in the world for you uh, because, honestly, uh, they hate singing in the morning. But they'll do it anyway because they know you like it. Uh, support some great causes around town. If you're doing fundraisers, all that kind of stuff, you can do all of that through Pickle Jar. And your split is way better than if you use the other apps. I'm just saying. I mean, I'm not bashing any of those other. It's not a split. You get it all. Yeah, that's what I mean. Everything. That's what I mean. Yes. Uh, other apps, they take a whole bunch of whatever you raise. And that's just not fair. Yeah. Uh, plus, you can watch exclusive videos and pics and all that kind of stuff, uh, contests, things you can't find anywhere else. Get it right now. Picklejar.com. I got a tree on my house. <laughs> oh, yes. thank you for all of the memories, Scott Shannon. Yeah, from uh, Z100 to Pirate Radio to, well, that's this all I know. Here's Pirate Radio. It's also the voice of Hannity. Hannity's thing. Yeah. I got a tree on my house. Uh, so, yeah, he was, for radio guys, it's uh, it's. He was everybody's hero for a long time. I, I mean, met he was him uh, at CRS. Country Radio Seminar. Country for... Radio Seminar. We were on, it used to be the um, the Sony boat. They would have, or, or RCA, they would have, like, they would get the General Jackson and have a big party and you couldn't leave because you were on the General Jackson. Right. This was a way to trap everybody there. And one year I was on it and I mean, I saw across the room, I'm like, not like I'm pretty sure that's Scott Shannon. And I asked somebody at my table, they're like, Yeah, he's here with I don't remember. Somebody had invited him to country radio seminar for whatever reason, just to be, you know, and I was like, I gotta I gotta go get a picture with Scott Shannon, right? I can't like yeah, you have I gotta to. be that guy. Sure. So I just went up to the table and I went, um, Mr. Shannon, sir, uh, can I get a can I get a picture with you? And he goes, Why? <laughs> Dude. Yeah. I was like, um, what? Um, and, and I kind of stuttered twice, and he goes, "I'm kidding. Let's do it." And he, yeah, he, uh, <laughs> he he's, so he he started um, kind of the, the whole zoo that was his concept thing was yeah. his thing of having multiple people all kind of uh, in the studio, uh, yeah. irreverent, you know, uh, being playing the underdog. You know, they did the whole oh, worst to first. You know, they did a whole they campaign. They were the last place radio station in New York in City. New York City out of like. 40 something stations at the time. So. And uh and and just knew the just knew the how to market to people well understanding that people always want to root behind the underdog and so he took it and ran with it and took it to number 1 and people hated him in New York media hated yeah. him. Well because he was an outsider. Where did he come from? Like Memphis or something? Um, I think he was in Memphis before uh going to New York City. Yeah, uh, did he and Rick Dees kind of have similar paths? I don't know. You looking up Scott yeah. Shannon? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's retiring. Seventy-five. Seventy-five. Seventy-five years old. I'm not sure if that's. Oh, there you are. Look uh, at you, yeah. sexy beasts. I know. With my black beard and my yeah. slightly less gray hair. Yeah. Looks good. Yeah. Uh, so he grew up an army brat in Indianapolis. He began his radio career in uh, North Carolina, then Columbus, Georgia, then Mobile, Alabama, then Memphis, then Nashville, Nashville and yeah. then MZAK to uh, like New MZ. York City. Z-A-K, was that what was going on in Nashville? Uh, I think so. Don't know. It doesn't I, say. My favorite part about, about taking that picture is, is that I immediately sent it to both you guys. And you know, remember what I wrote? 
No. I wrote, a tree, there's a tree on my I got a tree on my house. <laughs> yeah, that comes from uh, Opie and Anthony doing their Jocktobers where they- Just making fun of him. Yeah, yeah, they take radio shows and they just take clips and then just rip them to shreds. And they ripped Scott and Todd PLJ in New York. <laughs> Man. <laughs> he just, he can't, like he a... can't get out. He can't, he, he, he can't get out of there. <laughs> didn't, they, uh, didn't they have like a big blow up at the end? Didn't they? Who? Scott and Todd. Like, they had an ugly radio divorce, Oh, uh, I don't know. Apparently, they didn't like each other or something like that. I, I do remember that. It's tough to listen to some of that stuff. Like, the, what Todd doing the, the phone scam stuff, it's old, <clears throat> yeah. old radio stuff. And it's basically the jerky boys, you know? Yeah, I mean, y'all did it. Yeah. Yeah. But... But we don't You know, anymore. you don't because it's, you know... It, 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 you've, you, if you're doing this, you've got... <clears throat> Listen, if you're new in radio and you're just doing a show now or whatever, or even if you've been doing it for a while, you've got to change your show somehow. Well, that's everything in life. I mean, uh, you know, the the 80s were not like the 90s. The 90s were not like the 2000s. 2000s were like the 2010s. I think you need to be who you are. But the thing is, you are not the person you were when we were all in our 20s. Right. Adapt to who you are now. You know. Current and 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 uh, and people see right through it, they really do. Mm-hmm. Like uh, there are people who uh, you know are successful uh, doing this, and and, and you listen to them and it's awkward because oh, yeah. you just know something's wrong. It's because that's not who they are. Yeah, this is not who they are. You guys know what I'm talking. This about? is pretty mm-hmm. much who we no, are. I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> who are you talking actually, about? It's but, a lot yeah, of people. But, actually, it's a lot. Of, a lot of people in radio, and it's. <laughs> You know, radio gets picked on doing the whole, you know, weenie in the butt, you know, weenie weenie in the the butt. butt. And it's funny, but the reason that came about is because that was what a lot of people were doing in radio. Did you see that TikTok of the like 22-year-old girl and they said, you know, try listening to to the radio station. And she sits in her car and turns it on and it's like 45 seconds of sweepers. You know, and then it goes and you know, your best hit music. Bro. Well, that's also yeah. because radio has gotten away from radio. Of course. Uh, now, now everybody's trying to be a jukebox. And right. I, I think that is, as a state of our industry, it's a bad place because what happened is everybody cut back their salaries and people would take hits and people okay this year it's 20 percent less than last year and they did that over and over and over and then they weaned a bunch of people out a lot of great talented people had to leave because they couldn't afford to to live so they left the industry and then what is left is this void where they fill it with tiktokers no offense tiktokers but you can't do a radio show i've yet to hear one not even one i haven't heard a youtuber be able to do it it's not the same kind of thing. Everything he said is right. But let me finish what I was trying to say, which is that you go from the, all the sweepers and the big imaging, you know, and it, today's hit, brand new music, and then they play like a nine-year-old song, like, you know, right out of that. And and it's like no one in their 20s wants that. That's not what they want. That's not what they – if you want to say you're cool, be cool. If you want to say you play – like I don't like when stations call themselves new country – and then they play Chicken Fried by Zach Brown Band or whatever. Is there, you know, I'm like, pick it. You want to be the station that plays well, they're a little tr- bit they're everything? Trying, they're trying to, to sell the image without having without to do it. Without doing it, exactly. You know, be what you are. But it's because the guy who's writing the imaging is not there. He's not actually at the station. Or he was there and he's gone because he got fired too. And they're just reusing they just that. Haven't, they, haven't yeah, re- they haven't re-upped renewed. it. So it, yeah, look, that stuff is cool too. There's a reason we like those big sweepers and the big the silly things. But you can overdo it. It's table it. setting it's, is what yeah, that is. You know, you walk up and you got everything laid out exactly right and you're ready for the food. Now you're like, bring it on. Mm-hmm. And I think radio forgot uh, forgot to put stuff in the oven. It's a lot of, oh, there's, but there's a lot of really talented younger radio people that are coming up you know that that's out there i don't it's it I, is i just there's some i don't know who they are but and haven't heard any of them but i'm sure they're there i'm just <laughs> i have faith that's called faith guys no, 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 there, I, there's a lot of i would really, love to i would love to find some <clears throat> podcasters and try to retrain them because again podcasting is very different than radio and radio is very different than comedy and comedy is very different than acting and but there are some commonalities between all of those things yep. and if you can you know point people in the right direction uh you could you could develop the next great 
radio host, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, there is a, a lot of commonality. There's a lot of you have a, just a natural ability to tell a story, showmanship. Yeah, and all that stuff goes into it. But just because you have that, you still have to deal with the decrease <clears throat> of broadcast companies getting your foot in the door, yeah. working through the politics of it all yeah it used to be where every station in town was owned there were two stations owned by the same company there would be an fm and an am station and then across the street there would be an fm and an am station with a different owner and then across the street from them would be another different owner and it was so you had 15 different companies in one city that were doing the radio stuff but the the weird thing is lucky there's three if you're lucky lucky. in some places there's one or two and, and it, but that's every industry. So you used to be right. able to uh, yeah. develop your craft, and you know, if you got fired from one station, you you didn't have to move. You can go work for the other station in town. Yeah, we did it. Yeah, we, we did. didn't get fired, but yeah. Uh, I put fifty bucks on Astros to win by two runs tonight. I don't yeah. know. I may have. It's Verlander's starting and Nola's starting. Ooh. For the Phillies, yeah, that's gonna be. But no, is Nola the ace? I thought. Uh, what's his name, uh, Zach? Um, uh, if you're getting the first start, Grinky, you're, you're the guy. Is that Grinky? Yeah, one? I mean, all the faith is in you. I yeah. I agree. I, I'm just wondering. It's like, are they Zach Wheeler? Are they not oh. putting Wheeler up because they think he gives him a better chance to win Game Two because he's not against Verlander? Like that's one of those things where it's really weird. They it's not because of rest because everyone's had like what five days. Yeah. Off, you know. I don't know. They maybe like, hey, we're we're gonna go ahead and take a loss first game. Verlander starting, but then we'll. I mean, and Nola. I don't know. Nola's, Nola's great. A great pitcher. I'm an LSU guy. You know, I, I love. Yeah, I, both I did, of those guys, Aaron and his brother. But I, I just, I'm like, um, I think the Astros speaking, are gonna run away with spe- it. I do too. I do too. I think it's gonna be over pretty quick. They haven't lost a game yet in the postseason. Like, that's... yeah, they swept the Yankees. Speaking of LSU baseball, uh, did you see Tommy Tanks? Mm-mm. He's cranking them out already. Tommy Tanks was uh, is this you know is kind of a heavy, bigger guy, just kills the ball, uh, and he left. I think he was at Coastal Carolina, or somewhere I forget, and he transferred to LSU uh, a few months back, and he's already uh, in the fall. N- NC State. Oh, okay, and uh, oh, and they just I mean fell all. Over this kid at NC State, I mean, everyone was he was he's the hero, Tommy Tanks, and like, and then he's like, oh, that's great, bye. <laughs> I'm going to a uh, uh, collegiate baseball powerhouse, which is not NC State, and uh, he's playing in the fall. He's doing really well, so yeah. uh, we'll see. But yeah, totally. I haven't. Been, and now it's like okay. This time of year, I'm shifting towards hockey, and I'm shifting. My football allegiances are strong. I haven't even gotten back to baseball again because the Braves were out, and that was the end of baseball season for me. We went and to that uh, Nashville Sounds game. When was that? In September. It's like second week of September. That was, a, that was the end of baseball for you. Oh no, I'm just saying. Like I went to a game in April. It was completely packed, and another one in either June or July. Same thing. Like yeah. Standing room only thing, man. September rolls around, and they were like, you know, they was st- look. It's still better than the old stadium it used to be. I remember one year, it was 2006. Um, the Nashville Sounds were in the championship series, like they're going to win their equivalent of the World Series in AAA, and there were about 400 people at the home game for the championship because it's September. And people just stop paying attention to AAA baseball completely in September. Yeah, not because just because you have uh, football mm-hmm. and the actual MLB yep. is like right in the heat of everything. Everything is kind of culminating yeah. towards who's going to get into the postseason and all that kind of stuff. It's so just, it's crazy how much people like to go to baseball games until it's football, football. season, and we're like, eh, it's football season now. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you this. This is maybe a little too over people's heads for media talk, but I don't think this Amazon thing is working. Yeah, I think it's too early. For football? For football. People don't people don't watch it. And they'll never tell you how many. But here's the thing. What what is that? And so it, on th- it used to Thursday be on Thursday night football. night football was on whatever channel it was on. Then it was on the NFL network and Amazon last year. Now it's only on Amazon. So if you don't have Amazon Prime, 
You're not watching Thursday Night Football. Well, Amazon paid more money for that game than the NFL was would could get from any other from a network from anybody. So on the one hand, the NFL cares about the money, which I understand. We're getting the same more money from Amazon than we would get to have this on NBC. But you so think it's not? hurting them because they're getting less eyes they're on getting it? Getting less eyes. That's it. part of what made the NFL. You know, when we were kids, the NFL was big, but it was not the dominant sport like it is like it was ten years ago. You know. The NFL is bigger than MLB plus NBA plus NHL combined. It's not even close. You know, it did it wasn't always that way. Part of that reason is because every game, there's not that many games, and every game is on TV. Every game was on network TV. So everybody can watch. And I think it I think it hurts them. I think yeah, yeah, I yeah okay, you're making the same amount of money, but yeah, I agree. Less I, people I, are watching. Like, uh, I'm not a huge NFL guy. I, you know, I, I am. I get into it mainly on Sundays. But um, yeah, so the things like uh, this morning with the news was uh, Brady lost three in a row or whatever it mm-hmm. was. I'm like, oh, well, I didn't even see that game last night. I was watching yeah. some of the college games. Right. I didn't even realize. I watched on. it because I had money on it, and did, because it's I have Amazon Prime. Did you watch any of the other versions of it? Did you do the stat one? There's one version uh, yeah, where they, they have the like, stats. That's cool. They have the stats on the. It field, looks like, like you're watching but, NASCAR with all the little pop up bubbles and yeah. everything. It's really cool. But. How many people are really watching it? And it made me think of the ACMs because we don't know how many people watch the ACMs. And the ACMs got whatever – I don't know what the amount is. But the but Amazon paid the Academy of Country Music a lot of money to put their award show on Amazon. Uh, probably more than they would have made from going to a network. But is that not the only thing you need? You don't just need the money. You need people to watch it. Because you lose your influence. Well, How that's many the idea. Really watch it as compared to if it had been on. Well, that's the NBC idea for Amazon is they're thinking, okay, we can go and let's put the Academy of Country Music Awards on uh, our on our on our platform, and then every country radio station for the week of is going to be talking about Hold go on. to Amazon. I'm not. I'm not saying no, Amazon didn't do the Amazon. I know why Amazon did it. I'm saying on the other side. You got to calculate what we gained in money and kind of coolness. What did you lose in actual viewers? Oh, for and, sure. And for none sure. of us know how many people watch because they'll never tell us. Amazon won't tell us. But I'm, and I'm sure it did well and it'll do better this year. But it's just one of the. I think it's still too early. It's just there are so many people who don't have that. There, we think everybody watches Netflix and Prime, and they. They don't. My dad does. He's eighty something yeah, years old. It's not just an age thing, though. It's a. It's a. Do you think it eventually will go there? I mean, part of me thinks, yeah, eventually everything will be. Uh, you know, th- that stuff will kind of be more saturated, but it's. It's not now. Like we talk about HBO Max and how big it is. The House of the Dragon had ten million viewers, but Sunday Night Football gets more than that. Okay, like you know what I mean, and that's. Yeah. Just because, why is Sunday Night Football the number one show for the last 15 years, for the whole year? Sunday Night Football is the biggest show on television. It's appointment watching. That's the big thing. Well, And because it's there's not really anything else on, and everybody has it. No everybody other game. Has, everybody has NBC, right? Yeah. So you just go, yeah, I'll watch Sunday Night Football. If it's on, it, Monday Night Football used to have those ratings on ABC. They moved to ESPN. You think everybody has ESPN, but they don't. Some people don't. Some people only have the network channels still. So I don't know if you don't lose some of that by that was just going from a network uh, station, uh, you know, to the biggest cable channel of all the cable channels. Now imagine going from a network station to a streaming service. So, I, you know, I, like D said, you didn't even know the football game was on because you flip it through, you don't see it. Yeah. I see it. Yeah. See, and the interesting thing is, is I have cable, but I don't watch it. I watch everything streaming, well, and get I get rid of cable. I, well, it's thrown in. It's part of the deal. No. Um, so yeah, I have it, but I never. I turned it on maybe once in the last month. So, so do you watch? So I if stream, you're going to watch, I stream everything, or I do like what? Remember how you used to always say, oh, "I watch." I just watch YouTube now. That's kind of where I'm at. I watch a lot of YouTube. Yeah, I do too. I watch HBO Max and a little bit of Prime. 
I don't watch cable either. I mean, I'm not. I'm. I, I am one of those people where, and obviously, I watched the game last night. So I have like five or six like, shows that I watch, and that's about it. My my dad d- doesn't watch any of that stuff, and I know he's not the prime target guy because he's in his late sixties. But he, you know, he didn't watch the Saints game last week because he didn't have he doesn't have that. I don't have whatever that is. So do you do you have something you can watch a current game on like a network? Yeah, I have cable. I have cable. I just don't, oh, you have cable. I don't. I watch football. Just for just, I literally have cable so I can watch, but you all know, college football. And how much is that cable? It's insane. I don't know, two hundred and something. What? Oh yeah, for the package I have, it's like, it's probably like two hundred and fifty bucks a month. Mm-hmm. You That's pay two hundred fifty dollars a month. For I mean, cable also, it's TV? not just cable. It's also my internet. I have super high speed whatever, so that's included in that. If I got rid of the cable, I would still have to have the the internet price goes up, and then I wouldn't have. Football, you know, man. Uh, I you think about every year getting rid of it and getting it back for football, like because I really don't watch cable at all. Man, you should look. I don't want to be the guy. I keep hang on. I I keep it's saying my that. one thing. I, I don't have a lot of okay. I get spending. it. Okay, it's, I it's, do too. Yeah, I you know? yeah. I'm a big uh, football right. for me. Yes, that's all I want to do. Saturday, all I want to do it. is watch college ball. I just want to go and watch it, and just that's it. And Sundays, yeah, I'll watch some NFL. I have a YouTube TV, mm-hmm. and it's great, Wait, and it's paid, eighty dollars, a hundred bucks, and for I have high a sports package. Internet, if I paid a hundred bucks for high speed internet, and then YouTube TV, it'd be one eighty. So I'd save, and I pay fifty dollars you know, for high speed internet oh, I, through yeah, AT and T, and it's perfectly fine. Yeah, I know. I keep. I like streaming was, is the way to go. I mean, it really is. I I never put on regular TV. I just don't. I can't even. I think the only time is if there's a game that I want to watch that is on network stuff. That's the I, only time I ever go to like you know. No. I'm I'm guilty of it too because I just said I never watched. But there's part of me that just I know that broadcasting is such a missing thing in this country, in this society. We need it. We need shared experiences. We need we, shared we, experiences. We don't do we don't watch <laughs> the same TV shows anymore. We don't go to the same music events anymore. We don't go to the same foot you know, football got a little wonky there for a minute where the NFL was getting kind of polarized and people didn't want to go. My dad still politically, you mean? My yeah. dad still like, won't watch it. We don't need that stuff in our shared spaces because my dad, we have to have common My dad used to take us to NBA games when I was little. Mm. He won't even put the NBA on. I know. Uh, my dad won't put NFL on. He's and he's about he's about checked out of college because of the name image likeness. Uh, you know, he's like free agency and all this money they're giving him and oh, it's ruining college sports and he's he's checking out of all of it. He's like well, they're messing everything up. But it's not just old man yells at clouds. There's a lot of younger people who got really turned off by stuff the NFL was doing and Look, I was at a game where somebody knelt down during the national anthem. The girl was singing it, and people lost their minds. I don't know why they do. Why do they? I mean, it's like, obviously, it's a minority move. Like, not many people are doing that. No. And they act like everyone thinks it's okay. No one thinks that's okay. I don't know know, anyone who is okay with you kneeling at the anthem. I mean, I know even people who are whack jobs. They don't do that. No, there's people. There's a lot. Of I people. mean, I know. I just don't know any of them. I don't know them either. And but the, the people, is, and the people that I know, they don't know anyone you know either. I, I don't want to dwell on that too much because it has kind of, you know, it's kind of gone. Like we're all like, okay. Yeah, you did kind of go away. It did kind of went away because they knew the NFL ratings went down. The NFL ticket sales went down. Like mm-hmm. it did affect them. Not a lot, but just enough to go. Maybe we should like just you know hang out and play football and talk about. Football. Oh, and it's and it's so hard, you know? dude. It's so hard to to try and uh, explain that away. You take a, a player takes a knee, mm-hmm. at, and then they get in their you know two hundred thousand dollar car and drive to their four million dollar mansion. I hate you capitalism. Know. Yeah, it's like okay, America's not bad to you. Okay, stop. Just stop. Yeah. Like okay, I get it. There's things in the past everyone doesn't it doesn't you but know, even, hates, but it's not for you right now. Even taking it back away from the politics, it, it goes. But that's where I come back with broadcasting. Is like we used to watch the same TV shows. We used to show up at work the next day and go. 
Yeah, you watch Friends? Oh, yeah, you see Friends last night? Or, oh, wow, the, the NYPD Blue or whatever the show was, and we all had shared experiences. And radio's one of those things. You know, radio, You everybody used to listen to the radio on the way to work, so you could talk about what you heard. You know, you're here. There's, there's a lot of sexiness to on-demand. Like, oh, I can watch this whenever I want, or I can listen to whatever song I want. But... You're missing out on the fact that you and the togetherness, the, the togetherness, the connected, of it. and that's what I think radio, radio, and really t- t- TV as well. We don't do a good enough job selling that as a positive. We need to tell people as an industry this is important because it's a shared experience. Yeah. You're listening to this podcast right now. I love you. Thank you for listening. But you're listening on Saturday or on Tuesday or on you know Friday night at midnight. Mm-hmm. You're not listening to the same. It's not the same as the radio show. There's magic in the fact that when we're talking on the air. Well, how many times do right people now. say? How many right times now. do people say? I'm sitting at a stoplight and I'm laughing tremendously, mm-hmm. and I look over at the car next to me, and they're laughing too. People say that, but they used to say it a lot more ten years yeah. ago. And, and so there's also that thing of it being it's happening right now, and if you miss it, you miss it. You miss it, and. And what happened is what Baba said, uh, they got rid of a lot of really good talent that were doing good product. They were doing great shows. So that if you missed it, like you really did miss something great. But now it's so watered down and some of these are not great. And so like there's really nothing to miss. It goes back to yeah. quality. You've got to have a good show. And it's got to be – listen, Bob and I have always <laughs> said we don't want to be great every day. We want to be good every day with splashes of greatness throughout the week. Like, hey, Thursday show was great. Wednesday show was good. We want to be consistently good with these moments of great. Yeah. And, man, people, there's that's a rare thing to find anymore. We you had know. a great show Thursday? No, Thursdays was terrible. Oh, but, okay. Oh. But Wednesdays was... <laughs> Today was pretty good. Right? Today was good. I'm looking forward like to Halloween. Right. As far yeah. as the radio show, Halloween, oh, we do all the, the stories and all that. Oh, I know. Oh, it, it freaks goodness. me out, but it's I like I can't it. turn it off, and I can't get to the lines fast enough. And I'll be I in my it. office. I will not have headphones on. I will be screening calls and not paying attention at all. I cannot listen to people's ghost stories. And I know it's great and everybody loves it. And then we do it every year and I just oh, I love it. Hate to go back. I'm sorry. Yeah. The other thing is I feel for us uh our show in particular that we are going to be called on to stay in the game longer than maybe we want to be because of the, all that. Because <laughs> it's mm, You've got a because few, there's not a lot of options. You've got a few who are t- right, who, who are good. We're good at what we do, and have been for tw- Bob and I 25 years. That's just our show together. That's and and before that, we did a decade of or more away from each other, and we don't have that anymore. And I feel that we're going to be called on to keep going because there's no one on the sideline. You know, we're going to be like Tom Brady. Yeah, yelling at our <laughs> yeah. yeah. He also, by the way, got divorced. Wait, what? Today. Yeah, they, it's done. What? I got a tree on my house. Yeah, Tom Brady? I didn't even know that they it's were done, getting done? divorced. It's, yeah. Oh, yeah. I knew they were getting yeah, divorced. divorced. That news has been really? out there for a while. Yeah. I, I missed yeah. that completely. So well, she I, didn't want him playing and was like, and he's like, I want to keep playing. And that's kind of where everything kind of started, according oh, to the done, media. Done. They're just they're filing today. Okay. What? Wow, where you been, man? I man, I totally missed that. Yeah. You know what? It's Thursday night football. That's what happened. That's you right. would have known. You would have known about it if you'd. Uh, oh no! This, now this says they finalized their divorce. Yeah, I think it's finalized. Yeah, yeah. They're done. Holy crap! Yeah, that's that's like uh, when Miranda and Blake got divorced, and we didn't find out about it until A week that. Later. To me, is the most amazing leak proof whoever was in charge of keeping that secret should work for the government because uh, yeah. no one knew that was happening until it was done and it takes at least 60 to 90 days depending on the state and your situation they didn't have kids you could do it quicker but it still takes like 60 days minimum in most states 90 days in most i'm like so how did anyone keep that secret for months yeah i don't i don't blame brady for getting divorced she is a dog 
<laughs> she is so ugly. <laughs> I think that's the sarcasm. All right. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. Yeah. You're good. Once again, you've uh, <sighs> you've foiled up on me. F- <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Oh. So yeah, I think he he wanted he wanted to keep playing, and she like what? Also, what does she care? Well, she has way more money than him anyway. Does I mean, she? that's oh yeah, oh she has she's like worth two or three times what he's worth. Man, I'm gonna call hey, BS know. on that. Tom Brady got a lot. Man, you guys want to know? How, I'm gonna look it up. Not I'm just gonna football, get, but endorsements. You guys want to hear how I spell Giselle Bunchen? <laughs> oh yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. G. Okay, Giz G G H E L. No, no. Giselle Z S E L. Bun. What's her last name? Bunchen. Bunchen. B U N C H E N. Uh boy, I was way off, uh, guys. I don't know if you knew. Uh, that. Yes, you were. Uh, net worth. Uh, these are hard to. Nah. Yeah, I'm looking Always at a couple a of these. They're saying four to four hundred and fifty million. But again, how much of that is? It's not combined. Is his money? She uh, is the know. entertainment industry's 16th richest woman. Okay, but Brady's got to be worth at least that much. Okay, so check it out. 450 uh, million. Let's just say that and just do Tom Brady. Tom Brady net worth. Uh, he, see, it doesn't say. This says north of 250 million. Yeah. So, yeah. so she's got twice as much money as him. But they're basing that on his his salary. As a football player, Tom Brady has had more endorsements just in the this last couple is, of years. No, this is like, endorsements and everything as well. Mm. Oh, well. Yeah. Uh, but oh, we can't we say she does make more. Here yeah. is the New York Post. They're, they're saying, uh, you know, the two of them together, they're breaking it down. So Brady is 250 to possibly $330 million according to uh, one. And then it says uh, that she is worth... Yeah, around that four hundred million. If mark. you type in any celebrity's name in Google, one of the first searches will be net worth, and I want to tell you that it's almost always bullcrap. It's never right. It's never right because never nobody right. knows what these people's holdings are. You mm-hmm. can guess sometimes based on people's salary, like or or with actors and actresses how much they make for a movie. You don't know what they've spent. You don't know what they've invested. You don't know what they own. So a lot of times, you know, with people with celebrities, it's so hard. No, I hope she knows. got a prenup. I don't think they did, but I mean, who cares? Just go in and split it up. Just take your own. Everyone do I your mean, own thing. I mean, seriously, if she, who cares? You both have hundreds of no, millions I'm of dollars. Saying, I, hope she got a, I hope she got the prenup because she's worth so much more. She brought matter. more to the table. When you have that kind of money, you don't have to do 50-50 uh, marital property. You can just take back what you think is yours. They ain't going to fight over $20 million when they both have over $250 million. It's like fighting over a quarter. Yeah. Like, I got fifty cents. Did you see, uh, uh, Elon uh, fired the CEO and two other guys yesterday. Already, oh, I saw. I heard he fired a bunch yeah. of people, but it didn't say specifically who. <laughs> yeah, uh, he fired longtime Twitter executives, including, according to three people familiar, blah blah blah, blah. chief executive Prang Agrawal, chief financial officer Ned Siegel, and VJ Gotti, head of legal policy, trust and safety. Where all they go. What a weird head of legal policy, trust, and safety. Mm-hmm. God, that sounds like an iHeart. The CEO and the <laughs> CFO. Man. Yeah. Oh, God bless. It, and by the like, way, by and then you got you, all these people saying that, oh, it's going to die now. No, it's nope. going to be bigger than ever. Bigger than ever. Uh, I meant to tell you, when uh, the video of him walking in with a, with a sink. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I, I, you were like, why is he doing that? I told you. I was like, yeah, he's doing it because, you know, he's taking everything in the Plus the kitchen sink. No, that was not it. The line was, I'm inside Twitter headquarter, quarters. Let that sink in. And I was like, let, that let the sink in. He had a sink and he brought it in. <laughs> what a t- what a doofus. I what love a, it. What a goober. Uh, that's like that's the richest Bubba man in the do. world. Bubba and he would did that. come up with a pun oh, and pun it up. God, let that sink I in. I would have had a better ah. one. Yeah, Bubba, Bubba's poor Elon. Bobby is like Elon, but poor and not that smart. We're, no, both, we're both white and pasty. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I, I, I'm very interested to see what happens with uh, Twitter now, because a lot of people are saying he way grossly overpaid now because you know, what's yeah. it going to be worth five, six years from now? I think that's why he's going to cut 75% of the f- force. <clears throat> that's yeah, part of it. Part of it. Also, man, and uh, they also posted a picture like, here's Elon with uh, the the workers at the Twitter, one of the Twitter 
coffee shops. Yeah. And I look at it, and it's like it looks like a coffee shop in a really nice. Oh yeah. Oh, and they like people who were there at the counter. I'm like, it's a. I'm like, what? That is what you work. That ain't working. That's the way you do it. Yeah. Get your. Meanwhile, when we used to work for it. a big corporation. <laughs> I wasn't going to do it. When we used to work for a big corporation, we we couldn't even get them to change the the coffee machine. Like, remember the coffee pot had a crack at the top. Oh, and oh we yeah. Had to, but yes. they, they wouldn't buy a new pot. Yes. So, but and it was oh, you had to use that pot because oh. it went with the fancy machine. Good man, they had to spend all that money on that uh, mist tunnel uh, at headquarters. <laughs> oh. I forgot about that. I forgot right. about Listen, that. We, we wow. can't give you guys. A, Boy, a, they canceled Jeez. cost of living increases. So we used to get like a two and a half percent pay increase every year, mm-hmm. or two percent, three percent, and um, in two thousand nine, they stopped doing that. And from 2009 until we left at the end of 2013, nobody got a nobody got a raise. I didn't get a, I didn't get a raise, really a real raise from 2005 to 2013. Yep. And they spent and how much money on this? It's they, a they it's a it's a it's a hologram. We have a, it's a it was 2018. 2018 is when they had the mist tunnel. And, and oh no, it was before. It, it was a qu- headquarters, and you would walk through it, and it had. It would play music and put oh logos God. of the radio stations they owned, and they spent all this money on it. You talk about being tone deaf to the people that work for you. Oh, they did stuff like that all the time. That was 2014. You're right. I looked it up. Uh. <laughs> I heart missed Donald. Do you remember the time I said, hey, we've got one, I, and I had a mister, and I sprayed water in the air. I go, hey, it's our mist tunnel. Anyway. No, we, we missed remember. the mark. We did miss that. Okay. Are we done? Yeah, okay. I mean, yeah, we can. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Um, once again, thank you, Scott Shannon, for being an inspiration to all yeah. of us. Yes. I know he will. Uh, he's going to listen to this because I'm going to forward this to his uh, social media. Um, well, we, yeah. we spent only about two minutes talking about him. Hey, but, hey, we did that hey, two dude. minutes, man. Two, two minutes. minutes more than pretty Everyone much anybody else, else is doing. But, yeah, he was. Dude, when I was first coming up in radio, that was the pinnacle. I wanted to work at Pirate Radio so bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was like the place. Him and D's, man. Him, Rick D's. Yeah. Um, Casey Kasem was the man back then too. You had big dreams. I didn't want I, Casey. <laughs> I wanted to work at KSMB in Lafayette, Louisiana. I thought. <laughs> I thought. Did man, you? Did I'll you ever so get there? I never got to work for that station. I I did. did you make it to the market? I did. And we, yeah. we had to you record. Did? This will tell you how great that station was. We had to record phone calls on cassette tape. Yeah, Bubba worked there. It was horrible. While. There was yeah. no editing. You recorded on. That's you what know, we did. The morning show. Ugh. And the, we didn't have a phone system. We had a speaker. It was that's like. That's what this was. Yeah. And you it pulled was a, the microphone. It was a radio shack. Yeah, realistic. You pulled the microphone down to the speaker. And it sounded like that. When I'm and they would call. talk and they would. Yeah. The guy, the guy who does the morning show on KSNB is the same guy who was there when I was a kid. He's there now? He's still there. Bobby mm. Novosat. Really, Bobby Novosat, Bubba must have worked with him because yeah, K, he, uh, what's the KSMB in Lafayette, KSMB. Louisiana. They they interviewed me for one of those you know radio trade magazine things and said who did you grow up listening to and I was like the same guy who's still there. Oh, Bobby Novosat. Have you seen the logo? Hey, does no. it look like 1987. Look at that. Yeah, is it the same old one? The bubble oh, letters. Wow. No, they changed it a little bit, oh, but it's still gradient. Wow. They used to call it 94 and a half. Because mm-hmm. that's it was when I was there. Yeah. And I still you hear the, I can still hear Dude, the jingle. 94 and a half. KSMB. Oh, I mean, I'm it was the late 80s at least. He looks I, like he's he looks like he's 40 years old. Oh yeah, he's had some really good work. Oh, has he? Mm-hmm. Good, for him. We, good for him, man. How old is he? I I don't know, but he could have been 20 years old, 25 years old when I was listening. 40 years ago or 35 years ago. So he might be. Uh, I forget all the 50. other guys that yeah. I worked with over there. Yeah, he could just be. Yeah, he could have started really young. Yeah, he could have been mean, like us. We you started guys, him. I started working with y'all. You were in your early 20s. I, I remember was everybody. 20. I mean, everybody so, was like, oh, he's like Rick D. He's the Cajun Rick D's. Oh, boy. Yeah, remember he's, that? Had, he is, he's had some work. He's been there so long. Good for he him, was, man. Yeah, I don't care. And you know what? That's a great example of a show that changed. Because the stuff he was doing in 1988 and 89, uh, or in the early, early 90s, you could never get away with now. But he moved on. You know what I mean? Like, he, he had to change it. So I haven't listened in a while because I don't live there, and I'm on, and I'm on this show. But uh, he, 
he did he had changed he retired care used to do characters and had people calling in that was the same people every day and you got you had to get moved past all that stuff frankie ray listened to him no not frankie. dude who's the guy who used to do the uh... sadly frankie ray is not a character no but i'm saying he had the same people calling him every day who's yeah. the guy that call who he does that Charlie he does Q liquor no, no, kind of he's a he's a uh, uh, news talk guy. I don't think he, I think he's retired. Now. Oh, oh. Uh, L.A. Uh, yeah, he was uh, on premiere when we signed with them. Uh, oh, oh, oh man, Phil. Oh, my, I no. think you're. I think you're in the uh, Phil. He so what he would do is he would get Phil a, Hendry. Phil, yes, Hendry. Phil Hendry. So he would get a call. Uh, he would be the caller. Oh yeah. So had you ever seen him do it? No, he did it live. I knew that. Yeah, I'd never so seen he him had, do it. I think he had a, a cough button mm -hmm. on his mic, yeah. so he would, it would mute it basically. Yeah, he would mute his mic and talk on the phone. So like would, when Bubba pretends to be Luke Bryan or something. Yeah, when somebody calls, <laughs> but he's yeah, but talking to, to himself. Out of the room. So he's going back and forth from him to the caller, which is oh. also him, but with a weird voice. And the caller would say something outrageous that people would just like lose their minds mm -hmm. over, couldn't believe. And so he would get calls and people would call and he would conference them with himself on the phone and he would just berate the caller and they so, would just get so <laughs> he would inflame them and then berate them. And the whole time he was playing both parts. Yeah. You the just, host. And yeah, no, it's just it's said, genius. Yeah. That's good stuff. It's really. I want to do that good. radio show. Can we do that radio show? No, I, mean, I can just be the call. I can just call in and just say crazy stuff. I mean, I think it would you be know. obvious. <laughs> I mean, so what? We, we would go, oh, my God, you breathe like, is this Patrick? <laughs> <laughs> You're not supposed to give it up. Do you have to pretend you don't know it's me? I mean, I'm sitting right there with my phone talking to you. So you'll, my, That's you know. my favorite thing was when people call in. The guy called in this week and was like, hey, can y'all holler reach out to jason aldean or yeah. something can i talk to jason aldean and bubba just call calls the jason and then he's just jason aldean yeah and he's doing and he's you know he's over there you yeah. know going hello hey hey y'all hey, hey is this jason yeah jason aldean yeah yeah you know my favorite though was uh his kenny chesney because bubba only hey can we talk to kenny chesney yes, jason? Kenny is he there? there yeah hold on let me get him hi boy <laughs> That's all Bob can do. Can he just the hey, boy. Hey, boy. Remember the time we uh, we were Randy Travis and he called and got uh, Super Bowl tickets? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Now, okay. I have that tape. We play it every uh, year at the Super Randy Bowl. Randy Travis. <laughs> See? Uh, get oh. my Super Bowl tickets. Oh my God, that was so uncomfortable. We called the Super Bowl. And it was when it was as in Randy. Atlanta. Yeah. Was and, like and he ago. was needing. I don't, I'm not sure. What did you do? Go, you go into it. Do you, do you remember it? Hey, this is Randy Travis. I was supposed to meet at gate G4 uh, to get in to sing the anthem tonight for the uh, for the World Series Bowl. The funny thing is that the Super Bowl that year, um, it was Travis Tritt was performing. But they they, we know. called us Randy Travis, and they, they were like, know. oh, uh, yes, Mr. Travis. Hey, is, Travis, uh, is Travis Tritt there, Randy? Hey! <laughs> And the thing is, is that like we'll do this, and it's so it's so obvious. Done. Like I'm pretty sure everyone knows that it's not those people. That the it's only, just Bubba over I'll there. I'll tell you what, though, there's only one because I know because she texts back. At, she would keep texting me. I hope she doesn't hear this. Do you remember the one that you did, Keith? It was Keith Urban, and you did a Keith Urban thing, and she, to this day, she still thinks that. I remember talking to her. Yeah, yeah. She still thinks. Yeah, she I remember. Talks to uh, she was very nice. She was a sweetheart. <laughs> That's actually a terrible Keith Urban. It's really bad. That's usually the point. I don't it's know. like it the old South Park day. line. It, all celebrity voices are impersonated badly. <laughs> I mean, she still texts going, "Oh, hey, um, you know, today's the anniversary of me of you guys calling oh Keith gosh. Urban for me." And I like want to go like, "Hey, hey lady, you know," um, but I just go like, "Oh yeah, yeah. what a day." You don't want to you don't want to shatter her her love uh, for you guys, and especially there, there for it me as well. That, that's it. Well, you don't want to shatter her heart and yeah. make her feel as though she's not getting the real thing. And that's You're, what we brought here with the it's part, it, bubber. The thing that's bubber. The thing is, you got the less you talk, the better. The more believable it is. Yeah. You know. Well, yeah, it's like the like the Kenny Chesney. If you just say "Hey, boy," you're good. Hey, boy. <laughs> that, that sounds exactly like Kenny, Kenny Chesney. Chesney. Yeah. Uh, 
My favorite was when uh, when, when the guy called him. He, he's talking to this Jason Aldean. I go, uh, hey, Jason, why don't you sing him uh, one of us? What do you want to hear from J- uh, Jason Aldean? <laughs> I love it. I know the lyrics to any and song. He's like, uh, what was the song he requested? Like, uh, uh, Oh, Night Train. Night Bubba Train. Sang Midnight, Midnight Train, train to, to Georgia. Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming back in the studio. Okay, uh, please do. Garrett, did we... Do we have the t- the video of that? We need to post that next week or something because I I actually ended up grabbing a phone so I could put the camera on Bubba who's like lounging on my couch. Oh yeah, in he my left the studio one and sitting in there studio. doing it. It was just so funny. Uh, all right, okay. well this is fun, guys. Thank you. Hope you. Oh, have I'm a glad great I showed weekend. up. Hey, Thanks. Carson, thanks Carson, for coming. Like hey, hey, do you guys right? not tell me this anymore? Ladies, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, Carson Twain. Oh, okay. I was like, I feel like I hear laughter. Oh, they're oh, podcasting. The Never mind. I'll leave. Bye. We started hey, early. Scott Shannon retired. It's, it's good to see you. I got a tree on my house. <laughs> okay. I'm out. Okay. All right. Well, again, thank you for listening to the podcast. Don't forget, share it. Tell your friends. Say, guys, listen to this. It's a great way to waste some time. If you're on a road trip, we have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of episodes. And you never know what you're going to get. Some days you're going to get something like this. Some days you're going to get something good. You just never know. I feel pretty good about this conversation. Right? No? Okay. <laughs> what was that? I thought was that? he was going to get a tree fell on my house. I was. He, I yeah. got a tree on my house. All right. Thank you again, uh, Gabriel Iglesias, after the closing jingle for those of you who are listening on but podcast wait, apps. There's more. There's more. This was the podcast, but now it's, it's over. over. There's but a tree that's on okay, because you can listen to the regular show. I got a tree on my on house. On the radio every day. Mm-hmm. It was the podcast. Hey, boy. Hey, boy. Hey, boy. Uh, comedian uh, Gabriel Iglesias, Fluffy, joins us on Hotline. What's up, man? How are you? I'm doing great, thank you. Hey, Dude, you, you still got that Trans Am? Uh, I, well, I don't have the black. I have two. I had two Trans Ams. I had a black one, and I had a, uh, I have a blue one. The the black one is the one that I recently uh, got rid of. It was the it was a 2015 Bandit. Yeah. Uh, but I do have my 1979 uh, blue Trans Am. Sweet. That the that black one, Bob, is the one that uh, they redid. Yeah, and made like it the, all. Yeah, they took a Camaro and then turned it into the Trans Am with sick. the Pontiac. The, so yeah, sick. yeah, are, those are really cool, man. You, what's is that the coolest car you think you have? Uh, well, let me see. Uh, that that particular car. Let me tell you something. It was an awesome looking car, and the amount of power. Uh, I almost crashed. I had Jalen on the car, and we fishtailed, and we almost hit a truck. It, it was it was a lot of car for for anybody, and. Uh, I found myself not driving it as much because I was afraid of, of messing it up. Oh, uh, yeah. I know a lot of people like expensive car. People with so Vipers do that. To, you know, I went to the Barrett Jackson auction and, and got, got a pretty penny for it. And then I wound up buying six cars with that money. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a, you're also a, a businessman as well. Hey, talk to us about this uh, new show, Stadium Fluffy. It's on Netflix. Uh, it's available now, by the way. Yeah. Uh, well, it's my new special, and uh, it's the first two-hour Netflix comedy special, and it's the biggest special that they've ever done. So wow. uh, best way I can say it is, is it's the greatest night of my life, and they filmed it. That is uh, – is uh, is Netflix kind of the place to go now? Is it uh, – it used to be kind of – you know, you comedy, was comedy Central, Central for, first. Yeah. yeah, and then you kind of get to – is Netflix kind of the go-to now? Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, there's so many options when it comes to streaming services, and then, of course, you know, you got cable – uh, Comedy Central definitely was where you know the place where where it was the place to be, and then Netflix took over. Uh, I had a good relationship with you know with Comedy Central for many years, uh, and then of course you know Netflix. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they're the ones that, that knew how to sign the big checks. Yeah. So I was looking at the uh, the trailer for the uh, for the special as we were getting ready for the interview, and I'm like, man, I love Gabriel for so many things, but one because. You wear shorts like us. You're yeah. just a regular dude. Yeah. Like, you don't get dressed up, dressed up for your shows. I mean, I know you do. You have outfits. You're like, this is going to be the one I'm going to wear when I slay Dodger Stadium and blah, 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 blah. But no, it's just like you're just a regular dude still. You haven't lost it. I made up my mind early on that I wanted to be comfortable when I went up on stage, and I hate suits. So that, you know, I avoid weddings, I avoid funerals. Anytime you got to dress up, I'm not trying to be there. Yeah. So, like, you want me there? I'm going to wear shorts. Yeah, as long as you know. And also, for- uh, I probably own maybe two to three pairs of pants, and I own about 30 pairs of shorts. I relate. So, yeah. For people who don't know, if you wear shorts all the time, when you finally do wear pants, it's like walking around in a blanket. You're oh, just so, so hot. hot and uncomfortable. Yes. You're like, man, I just free yes. the legs. 
Show some calf. Yeah. Yes. Oh, man, that's the best way to put that. Uh, Especially when you're in the car and you're wearing the pants. Oh, in the heaters. I, I like the fact that if I need some air instantly, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. some air, uh, I can I can always uh, you know just pull the pull the shorts up a little bit, but you know if you're wearing the pants, man, you're gonna cook it. Uh, comedian Gabriel Iglesias is joining us. Uh, the new special on Netflix. It's called Stadium Fluffy, and it's so- historic. You realize that's the he's the first comedian ever in history to headline Dodger Stadium, and they wow. went ahead and filmed it. Wow. Did you get behind the scenes stuff uh, at the stadium or, or anything? Like give you like the like let you do a little tour? BP? <laughs> yeah, did you do some BP? You know what the cool part is is that uh they're also releasing a documentary the making of Stadium Fluffy because there was so much that went into it. Uh it was, you know, it, it took a year plus of planning and uh it took you know Netflix had to be on board, Live Nation had to be on board. There was so many moving parts for this special to happen and so they uh, they had a crew there to document the whole thing. Is that going to be out? Is that available now or will be? That will be that will be part of the uh, you know you'll you'll see it you'll be able to catch that on Netflix. Okay. Do gotcha. they go into the thing about Fluffy on the field where they had to expand everything because there were so many tickets sold? Uh, no, no, they didn't. But we did. You know, well, you know clearly they added a second show, and the the beauty of that is that it allowed us to get all the technical uh, bugs out of the way because. Anytime you're doing a, a, a venue that large, you're, you're going to have issues with either sound or lighting. And, uh, you know, we were able to get it dialed in so that once Saturday rolled around, it was on fire. I, I, I want to say because it's such a big deal. For a comedian to sell out a stadium is one thing. For a, a comedian to sell out a stadium and they have to expand the seating and he sells it out again mm-hmm. is another thing. Yeah. Also, to do that in 2022 when everybody is so touchy-feely and afraid to tell a joke is even more impressive. So, uh, yeah. Gabriel, the fact that you did all of this mm-hmm. and when you did it is pretty crazy. Yep. Yeah, these are some sensitive times, so you got to be very mindful. Unfortunately, uh, I got in just in time. <laughs> For sure. Hey, check him out. I don't know, man. Nowadays, you sneeze the wrong way. You're going to get in trouble. So. <laughs> uh, you can check him out, fluffyguy.com. Also, uh, same thing on Twitter and Instagram. And check it out. It's on Netflix. It's called Stadium Fluffy Gabriel Iglesias. Dude. Good to talk to you, and congratulations. We'll be watching on Netflix. Thank you very much. We'll see you, man.